0: hello ladies and gents welcome to another special episode of the metronomes joined by my favorite reunion guest of all time nina schofield all the way from the uk how you doing
1: i'm really good thank you that was a lovely intro i'll take that <laughs> yes
0: it was so much fun doing the last christmas show with you i think probably the most fun we've had out of the three shows we've done so far um so how was that experience for you reflecting back
1: yeah it was it was a really good time I think especially because you introduced me to some really interesting arrangements of songs that I just I don't think I ever would have discovered them otherwise I think that's why I love doing this because we just get to listen to so much cool music and it takes me out of my comfort zone
0: yes definitely and that's that's why I love to do with you I love that you love that kind of thing because not a lot of people these days are willing to step out of their comfort zone and find new discoveries of equal talent or or greater value so that's really cool yeah and um, how's your life been since Christmas? And uh, how you've been feeling, you know, physically, with all the craziness that's been going on? And then we're gonna get into our quick discussion on your single that you put out in January, I believe. Not perfect, now.
1: Yeah, yeah. So obviously that's one thing that's happened. Um, I started putting out new music for this year, which is cool. Um, so yeah, the year's been. I mean, it's been in lockdown over here in the UK, so there's not much to report outside of my house. But in terms of inside of my house, I've been doing a lot of work, um, doing a lot of uh, basically reactions for my YouTube channel and um, writing. I've been getting really into my songwriting recently and doing a lot for my publisher. And so it's been really busy, um, which has been great because I think having a kind of set work schedule helps you to remain sane in these difficult times. Um, And uh, yeah, the only kind of bummer at the moment is the fact that um the music that i have to well set up to release later on this year has been slightly pushed back because of everything that's going on which is a bit annoying but i'm keeping positive and you know good things are on the horizon so we'll see what happens
0: so behind the song not perfect now i know people were really buzzing about it they really gave it some really good feedback i think it's your most I would say maybe Happy Giddy songs since my life. Uh, Because you you did a lot more self-reflecting songs with Ghost. And like, what inspired you to write Not Perfect Now? Did it come from like some of the stuff you were going through as a YouTube star? Or was it rooted in like the pressure to be perfect?
1: Kind of both. Um, It's this whole battle, I think, with the image that we feel like we have to portray on social media. And I'm always trying to fight against that and not be the perfect person, um, I mean, there's only so much that one person can place on themselves pressure wise without boiling over. And I think that there's just too much emphasis on image and I don't know, image in the wrong way, I should say actually, because image, there's nothing wrong with image being cool and quirky and attractive and stuff like that. But I think that um, people forget about substance sometimes. and. It's just something that we're bombarded with every day. Social media, even news outlets. um, And I just had this kind of realisation that I was constantly comparing myself. I'm sure loads of people go through this. Constantly comparing myself to people I see on the internet. And I I thought, how ironic is this? Because, you know, I have my own social media platforms. uh, And I just in my head was kind of going, it was like two different parts of me having this argument basically. And that's where the song came from. Uh, you know, it was it was like each verse was sort of telling the story of the other side of the argument. Um, and that melody for the chorus just kind of popped into my head and um, it all went from there.
0: Now, I did mention to you one time, I think it was on an IGDM that it reminded me very similar of like kind of the point Sean Mendes and Justin Bieber were going for with the monster song. First of all, did you get to hear that song? And did you see any of those similarities?
1: Um, I haven't listened to that one, so I don't know yet. But I'm, that is something I need to do after this. I feel like I've probably heard this song, and I'm terrible with names. So, <laughs> whenever anyone says to me, Oh, do you know, what's your favorite song on an album? I'm like, I, I don't know. It's the one that goes like this. So, <laughs> um, I probably have heard it, but... I'm guessing it's that kind of big... Well, you tell me. What is it that, that kind of... What What should I be looking out for?
0: Right. I'll give you probably the two standout intro lines. Like how Shawn Mendes starts the song is he says, you put me on a pedestal, you tell me I'm the best. And then how Justin Bieber starts his verse is, I was 15 when the world put me on a pedestal. So right. basically starting all the way from the trajectory of when they started to the ex- the expectation of perfection to now and then the chorus says, um, what if I trip, what if I fall, then am I the monster? Basically asking like, is it fair for you to put this expectation on me only when I fall for then you to cancel me? If that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what that like flips what I'm saying on its head as well because there's the pressure you place on yourself but then there's the pressure that other people place on you to be perfect too. Yeah, that's such an interesting angle for a song.
0: And I got to ask you again, how did you do the choir section on Not Perfect Now? Was that auto tune Was that an effect? Was it an actual choir?
1: So obviously being in the situation we are in, I did not have access to a choir. <laughs> I wish I did. Um, so that was uh, a sound that I found actually literally just in my music software. You know, they have basic sounds. And I found this choir sound that initially I was only going to use for the demo. And the more I played around with it And the more effects I added on it And when I sat back and listened to it I was like, whoa, I think this is is it and I got my boyfriend to come in and have a listen, and the smile on his face, and I was like, okay, okay, I'm going to keep it. You know, there's no point in changing it, even if you find a sound that is just a basic sound. If it works, it works, so that's where that came from.
0: So, ladies and gents, please make sure to check out the new signal single, sorry, Not Perfect Now by Nina Schofield. It's on all digital platforms, you can find it. And we're, you're going to be hearing the song at the end of the show, but it's a really bright pop song with a deeper message for Nina, And I'm really excited for you guys to hear this song because I I really love it to this day. Um, As I told you before, it made my most played songs of January. (laughs) Yes, I saw that. yeah, (laughs) Yeah, definitely. All right. So how do you feel about today's surprise format of not comparing songs based on artist or genre similarity, but based on just the title alone?
1: Yeah, this is kind of blowing my mind slightly. I need to rethink how I analyze stuff, basically. You've, you've really put me in a corner here. So <laughs> I'm going to do my best to just, you know, throw caution to the wind and re-analyze these songs in a completely different way.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Here we go. All right, so round number one is going to be starting with Faith by Calvin Harris. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. I need a little space in my mind. I need that little hope
2: I can find I need a little, I need a little faith Is that too much to ask for? I need to feel my soul come alive I need to feel the strength to get by I need a little, I need a little faith Is that too much to ask for? Too much to ask for Too much to ask for Too much to ask for Too much to ask for. I need to feel my soul come alive. I need to feel the strength to get by. I need a little, I need a little faith. Is that too much to ask for? Too much to ask for. Too much to ask for. Too much to ask for. I need a little faith. I need a little faith. I need a little faith. Is that too much to ask for? I need a little faith. I need a little faith. I need a little faith. Is that too much to ask for? Too much to ask for Too much to ask for Too much to ask for
0: that was Faith by Calvin Harris. First of all, before we get into Faith by Celine Dion, I wanted to quickly ask Nina, what is your opinion on one verse songs? Because Calvin seems to do it a lot when he uses his own voice. And what do you feel about songs that just do that with no bridge or no main chorus?
1: I have a little bit of a soft spot for it purely because of having to write songs like this. So... Actually, I find it's the hardest kind of song to write in a way because you have to have something so hooky that you can repeat it constantly throughout a song and that's enough. So if you're looking at it from that angle, it's actually quite clever. Um, However, the songwriter songwriter in me is always kind of dying to just fill it out a bit and you know just add in some more lyrics and yeah you said that so what can we say now so <laughs> i kind of think about it from two different angles with that one um what about you what do you think
0: with me if it's a hit it's a hit i, uh, I take um the rodney jerkins principle uh he produced say my name say my name for destiny's child uh, uh, um he basically said if when you lower everything down on the equalizer and all you have left is the acapella vocals if it's still a hit then it will always be a hit forever. So yeah. so it That's doesn't exactly. matter doesn't matter if it's one verse, one chorus, two verses and a bridge as long as it's a hit when you hear it without any instruments it's going to last a lifetime.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I totally get that. And it's the same with if you can make a song acoustic, which I suppose is almost a cappella one step away from it so yeah that makes total sense
0: alright so that's going to be followed by Faith by Celine Dion one of my all time favorite female Mm vocalists Isn't Gen Faith by Celine Dion going up against the same title by Calvin Harris? This is interesting for me because, again, not didn't plan this. I kind of feel like Celine's songs was almost like a continuation of the story that Calvin Harris started in his lyrics. In the sense where I feel like it's a vulnerable person who has some baggage. And they're just simply asking the question to have faith in me and be patient with me. During my process of learning to love you, it almost felt like a conversation piece between Calvin and Celine, or like they were coming from the same angle and just Celine was just projecting and extending the story. Basically, a line I like that Celine said in her first verse was, um, "I'm the fool, you know, building the castle in the sand." So like, I know I'm not in a grounded place yet to be in a good relationship with you, but if you if you have faith in me. And take me as I am. Trust me that things will work out once I learn the art of loving you. Dare I say, though, I think Calvin had a stronger melody on his hook. (laughs) Even though Celine's was very pleasant, it was very soothing all the way out, there's not really a thing Celine can do wrong. Do I go for the extension of the story or the more hookiness of Calvin's? I'm going to shock myself and give it to Calvin. That is so... I I feel like I want to crucify myself saying that, but... (laughs) I'm going to oh, give it to Calvin, and I know Celine fans are going to hate me for that, because I love Celine way more than I do Calvin, but I'll give it to Calvin this time. What about you?
1: Oh, this is this is a real hard one for me. You know I love my Celine. Like, I was supposed to see her in April, and it's been pushed back. In fact, it was originally September, then it was April, now it's next year. Oh, you're, you're really putting me in a tight corner here. Okay, so... In terms of the songs, I totally agree, and actually that that lyric um, that you brought up is my favourite of the whole song, and so it's kind of like, um, we get that out of the way so quickly that then there's nothing groundbreaking lyrically, I'd say, in the song. It is like a continuation, as you say. So the thing that I love about this song is, is the chord changes, I think the chord movements are so beautiful, and obviously her vocal, I mean, her vocal is what brings a song to life. But... I think I'm gonna agree with you. I, uh, oh, this pains me. Um, Purely because I think that I would probably hit repeat more on the Calvin Harris song than I would, but I don't know, maybe that's just how I feel right now. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you're in the mood for a certain song and I feel like right now I'd just be in the mood, maybe I just need to go and have a party. <laughs> Maybe. I've been stuck inside for so long, you know. I, I don't need any of the slow songs now. I just need to go out and dance. So maybe that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, so I think I agree.
0: Oh, wow. Wow, I'm really shocked. Anyway, so far, my record still stands that I'm a DJ that can make you go against your bias. So very good. <laughs> I'm going to regret this right now. <laughs> I'm a- going Oh, yeah. Anyway, round number two, ladies and gents. We're going to go into... Bang Bang by Will I Am featuring Shelby Spavion, if I'm saying it correctly. Here we go.
3: But I believe her Love sick, I got that fever Love stupid, I know it Love stupid, I know it I know cause I'm a fool in love My baby shot me down again Shot me down with a love And it go bang, bang That girl's a killer from a gang Shot me down with a love And it go bang, bang And oh, I love her So that's why I gotta let her know and see you in your gown. Cause I'm a fool in love. My baby shot me down, down, down. Shot me down with a love and it went pow pow. Ow. I love my baby's freaky style. Freaky. But my baby is always sneaking out. Sneaky bitch. But then I love her, so that's why I gotta let her know that I'll be here for her. diamond on that
0: Will I Am featuring Shelby Spallion, obviously taken from the Great Gatsby soundtrack from back in the day, up against the other classic, Bang Bang, by Jesse J., Ariana Grande, and Nicki Minaj. Here we go.
4: Queen Nicki, dominant, prominent. It's me, Jesse, and Ari. If they test me, they' sorry. Riders up like a Harley, then pull off in this.
0: By Jesse J., Ariana Grande, and Nicki Minaj, going up against the same title by Will I Am, and just to say her name correctly, I think it's <laughs> Shelby Spallion or Spally One. I don't know. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and give this one to you first because this is a little tricky for me. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying the second Bang Bang by Jesse J., and Ariana Grande, I've never been crazy about that song. I'll explain why later, but go ahead.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I'm very interested to know why. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to put it out there and say straight away. Definitely that version. Like, I mean, the, oh, just the combination of vocalists there. It's like some of my favorite vocalists. One of my favorite things in life is vocal agility and to listen to all of that stacked up against, oh, even if I hated the song, i probably still choose it, but the fact that I love the song because I love the energy of it, and oh, it has to be that. That doesn't discount the fact that I see the merit in Will I Am song. Um, what I love about Will I Am is it's like listening to a production masterclass in a way. You know, I wasn't even really thinking about the song so much. I was just listening to all the things that he does and how he segues into another thing and uh, just clever little bits that he puts in. The detail of his songs is really interesting to me. So that's more of a song that I would listen to and analyze, analyze rather than enjoy, analyze. Um, and I also feel like it could be a minute shorter. So, whereas I feel like Bang Bang Into the Room is like the perfectly formed pop song. That's my two cents in it. Now I need to know why you don't like it.
0: (laughs) Plain and simple, I think there are way better Motown funk songs out there. I'd much rather listen to I'm coming out, or I'd much rather take Uptown Funk by Bruno Mars over that any day. Uh That, in my opinion, was... Very safe territory. I understand why it was a hit and why it appealed to the pop audience of that era, but it just, I don't know, it's never been my cup of tea. I can't really wrap my head around it. Granted, Will I Am, I don't think the closest he's ever been able to replicating that fast Nikki flow that she did on that was probably Hands Up with the Black Eyed Peas. Uh-huh. Outside of that, I don't see a whole lot of people replicating what Nikki was able to do in that song, so I do applaud her for that. Um, despite how talented and annoying I think she could be simultaneously. <laughs> but um, it's because it's. I, I'm trying to see if I should go for my personal preference or really because I think the "Will I Am song is better. I do agree with everything you said on the production side of "Will I Am's track, especially I think kind of overused but still well credited um, sample of Nazi Sinatra's My Baby Shot Me Down. I think he had a lot more old school elements than the Jesse J and Ariana Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. Like, especially with, like... It felt like you were going more towards 40s, 50s instead of Absolutely. 60s, 70s. Even the, the choice of instruments, like banjos and old horns and whatever. For being a more interesting mix, I'm going to give it to what I am.
1: I totally get why as well, because he takes what's old and turns into something new you know someone who maybe never heard that kind of music before would just think that was a modern song so I totally understand why um and I guess in that context yeah that probably is more interesting as a song I'm just a sucker for the for the pop you know (laughs) I can't help it
0: that's why I refer to you as the pop princess because that is your arena that's your territory so I I completely Uh understand all right so we got opposing votes on that one, but I feel for very justified reasons on both ends.
5: Uh-oh.
6: Baby, you know you got me. you are you my favorite fantasy? I oh, want you and you want me. She said, let me show you what you've been. The boys dream of you, such a mystery. But I heard your kisses turning to misery. I have you and I want you, even though I know it's killing me. I got my God my own, my 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 own, my own, my own, my own, my
7: mama my she did this but she got me i must have been on a hit list i would not preach or try to get religious but i gotta testify can i get a witness my god the good lord took his time on you gotta be breaking laws with that fine on you gotta be breaking jaws because they drop to the pavement when you walk in gotta find out what your name is dag so fine so cold been running all night through my mind so cold my god your mama for your frame, she set you up to kill them, your mama was the frame, murder.
6: Baby, you know, you got me, oh, you're my favorite fantasy, I want you, and you want me, she said, let me show you what you've been. The dream of you, such a mystery. But I heard your kisses turn into I do not have you, can't want you. Even though I know was killing me. I got my own my own, my own my own, my own my my own my oh my my own my
7: my own my my I gotta love Jones for your body and your skin tone. It's got. Under some type of hypnosis. love sick and the symptoms is your central on my mental. Uh, I want to spend all my income <laughs> every time I see them dimples. I want to sing your praises. no, hold up. You got me sounding like a widow. Cause you're on my mind like strap back. Everything I see reminds me of you flashback. Random access, memories, dab tracks. Trying to get lucky with the queen blackjack. sickness, need a gas mask. And a hazmat, addicted to a muse, live tracks Jokes on me, cause I'm on you And you're on my mind, so what you wanna do? Hey man, this the homie Dude Dirt Hey, I see the Bum got you looking real bad I'll be real
3: bad I think it's time to let it go Hey, do me a favor, get over her. She's no good. It's time to break out the penny packet. Get back to them bars, bruh. Them bars. Oh. Uh, 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 uh. It's a little dirty
5: house.
4: I put it down, so I put it down And now I don't understand it You don't mess with love, you mess with the truth And I know I shouldn't say it But my heart don't understand Why I got you on my
5: mind
4: could have really liked you. I bet, I bet that's why I keep on thinking about just a shame. You said I was good, so I poured it down, so I poured it down. Now, I don't understand it. You don't mess with love, you mess with the truth. And I know I shouldn't say it, but my heart don't understand why I got you on my mind.
0: Mind Ellie Golding up against the same song title by Swoop and Courtney Orlando. First, I will preface this by saying to give a little better context to the Swoop song. So, I'm sure you heard the chorus part. I got Mamaya, Mamaya. It's actually a character he created. Um, her name is Maya, and basically it comes from an album called Cinema, where he makes like a cinematic album to show that Maya is the representation of all his temptations. So like Maya is his lust out to destroy him as a married man and out to get out his out to get his family. But this is an album dedicated to her as to how hard she is to resist, but she's not worth it. So that's the context of that song. And then, of course, how it ends, you know, with the best friend calling him. She got you really yeah. r- looking bad in these streets, bro. Real bad. <laughs> yeah. So like the image is not even worth it because the the package that comes with that baggage, you don't even want to bother with. Ellie Goulding's song is pretty much, that's elite pop production masterclass right there. Especially the the chop breakdown before the bridge and then it ends with the mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, yeah. That was so, so good. There's a side to me that kind of feels like Ellie Goulding and Justin Bieber sound like they are jealous that they don't have the tone to rap because for the amount of hip-hop elements they throw in their tracks... Yeah. It seems like there's a secret part of Ellie that wants to rap, but really can't because of the tone of her voice. Uh, just like when I listen to Celine Dion, it seems like there's a side of her that wants to be a rock star, but she can't. You're going to have to come back to me because I need a few more seconds to think about my vote. What about you?
1: Yeah, you... That was that was the hardest one, I think, so far. Honestly, because you're right, because that Ellie Goulding song is like... just one of the best written pop songs. I mean, it's one of my favorite Ellie Goulding songs outside of her first album um, from her kind of more pop stuff and it's just so good like I could listen to that again and again and again and every single time it's fresh and it's so rare to have a song that does that. The thing is that first song was also really fresh and maybe it's because I haven't heard it before, but it's so interesting hearing the, the background as well. Um, but the production elements were so cool. Like every time a new section came in, I was like, ah, ha, ha. I don't know if you could see my face, but, you know, I was really getting into it. Um, I feel like purely just because I have listened to the Ellie Golding song so often and I'm still not sick of it. I have to go with that one. You know, come back to me and a year and if I've listened to the other one another hundred times, maybe it would be different. I don't know. But just for that I'm sticking with Ellie Goldings. Um because it's an amazing song and I say no harm done. Even though I really appreciate the first song.
0: Um oh one more thing I forgot about the first song is that uh both of them are actually both artists are actually Grammy winners for their work that they did on a hip hop album called Gravity by Le Cray back in twenty thirteen, I think it was. Oh that yeah. Um, they in my opinion Swoop and probably another artist by the name of Derek Minor are the closest to Kanye West level production that I've heard outside of Kanye West I can see that yeah and then Courtney Orlando who sang the hook people have referred to him as like the more rocky edgy John Legend
1: uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I get
0: that too. He he was formerly known as Jr. When I first sent it to you, but I forgot he he did a name change to Courtney oh, Orlando. Yeah. yeah. I hear what you're saying on the other Golding song. I still think it's elite production for a pop song.
5: Yeah.
0: I don't find it anywhere near as interesting as Swoop and Courtney Orlando's song, um, because to find that fine line of being experimental and groovy people don't realize how difficult that is until you're trying to create it. Because yeah. when you're actually in the studio trying to write the song, there's always a part of you that's going to be almost like an angel devil on your shoulder. Like, I know what the crowd's going to love, but I don't want to give them average. And then you have the other voice telling you, yeah. no, just, you know, F them. Just do the most experimental thing you could think of yeah. and just shock them all. I think they, they found that fine balance between catchy grooviness and experimentation. So I'm going to give it to them.
5: For
8: all you perfect people around the world, let he or she who is without sin throw that big old pot of hot drinks against the wall and leave it there for your spouse to clean it up.
7: True boy, freed your soul. Now you want to cry like, please don't go. You ain't right, ain't like, you gon' change. So I don't want to be no we no more. Lie about big you, lie about small. Lie about some, boy, lie about all. Lie about where you say you've been Baby all day
6: please. when I didn't get Now you can do what you want to. I'd never hurt you, never hurt you. It's true. And you're my everything.
9: It's too late now to say sorry, cause I'm missing more than just your body. Sorry, yeah, I know oh, that I let you down. Is it too late to say I'm sorry now? I'm not just trying to get you back.
0: Sorry by Justin Bieber, up against the same title by 4th Avenue Jones. This is probably going to be my longest comments of the show, because I feel like I'm going to give a little backstory first. 4th Avenue Jones is a collective band, but the two lead vocalists uh, were actually married at one point, uh, Ahmad and Tina Jones. So, that the song that that album comes from was right before their their divorce after nine years, unfortunately. Basically, they decided to do an experimental album of only husband-wife arguments throughout the entire album. Oh. <laughs> so so I, I thought it was brilliant at the time. Yeah. They, they were actually originally signed to Interscope Records after they okay. had performed with the, like, the Black Eyed Peas and stuff like that. Interscope did that thing, which I hate when labels do this. They let them tour their music for the longest period of time And never allowed them to release the album. So it took them switching to another label to finally get the album that we got out there. And by that time, they were already a band for almost a decade. And then they disbanded after that. Um, But for the genius piece of music we got there, basically... um, I'm not sure if you can see the album title on your side. Basically, Stereo, the evolution of hip rock soul. Their mission with that album was to take that theme of the husband-wife argument that I just told you. And mix it with hip-hop, rock, and soul, and form a new genre called Hip Rock Soul, which I thought was brilliant. As far as Sorry goes, that was a continuation of the sound that, of course, uh, Skrillex and Diplo had provided to Justin with the Where Are You Now single on their album way before his album came out. Justin got the right production team to reproduce that sound for him for an album length. As, As far as I have to say about both production excellence... Sorry, even though it had a lot of like it had African elements to it It had like deep house drives that were like thrown in there for spice But not too overdone at its core though. I still find it to be a very basic pop song I know what it meant for him at the time. I still love the song to this day I think it's timeless, but I don't see it as edgy and provocative as uh, the sorry by 4th Avenue Jones I think that was a lot more of a daring song um, depending on the listeners, some, some might not get it or some might be annoyed by it. I felt like a lot more risk were taken with 4th Avenue Jones, hence why I'm going to give it to them. What about you?
1: Yeah, do you know what? I think you've, you've changed my mind. That is like as a concept, that whole thing, arguments and stuff, and then they divorced. Whoa. I mean, that is some therapy that they went through. <laughs> um, but I think what you've done is you've kind of you've you've kind of swayed me to saying that one as well like i love sorry by justin bieber i think it's an incredible pop song and you're right he just got the production on that just absolutely perfect for him and it was released at exactly the right time and it just was the perfect song for that moment um, and i feel like it took justin's career to another level if that's even possible like he was always already huge but it was like whoa now he is huge so we can't kind of discount that um and actually because of how good the production was on the first one I kind of listened to (coughs) excuse me Justin's song like listening for different production elements as well to see if it also slightly pushed me out of my comfort zone Um, there were parts of it actually that I hadn't even thought about before so again I don't feel like we can discount that I still think it's an absolutely fantastic song but I think you just kind of you got me in your corner there because I feel like it was so original, that first song. So original and so interesting. And when the female voice came in, I was like, what? What is happening here? So you know, it it, it just kind of shocked me all the way through. Um yeah, I'm gonna go with that as well. Oh, that was hard.
0: <laughs> Even though I'm not an advocate for divorce and it's sad what happened to Ahmad and Tina Jones. It kind of still feels interesting that they were willing to make an album prior to the divorce to show how all that tension got there. Because most yeah. people want to keep that under wraps and like act like, oh, nothing happened. We just were bored of each other and decided to leave each other. No, they actually put all their problems out there and said, you know what? We'll let you guys decide who's right and who's wrong after we put all our problems out there. So I think it was a daring thing to do for a, a hip-hop rock soul band of their time. Um, it's just sad that we only got one album out of it but anyway that's why i don't know they they might come back together as friends at some point i really hope history of themselves album. who knows i really really hope anyway nina thank you so much for being back on the show before we get into your hit single for the year not perfect now how much fun did you have and uh when you're looking forward to come back
1: this was, th- I actually think this one was the most fun that we've had, just because some of these songs have just kind of floored me, and you've really made me think outside of what my my normal opinion is, so I thank you for that, and I'm definitely going to go and listen to um, a couple of these tracks again. Uh, it's just been so much fun today, you know, especially in the situation we're in at the moment, just to kind of Take my mind off of that and listen to some great music. And um, yeah, it's been a pleasure to be here. So thank you so much for having me. I can't wait to come back.
0: That's awesome. Salute to you, Nina, from afar. And ladies and gents, here is "Not Perfect Now" by Nina Schofield. Enjoy. Thanks for wa- for now for watching for listening. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> thank
1: you. One step in any direction. Please keep moving. No time for correction and just don't give me your best, give up on here as well